That's right, live on K100 Radio. Oh, let's go. What's the damn piece? Know what I'm talking about? You think you got one? Yeah. Hey. What never down south live in the house? Gorilla Goon, try 1,000. Yeah. Hey. Let's go. First off, man, I appreciate everybody for coming out to the Gainesville Music Summit 16. In the building right now, you got Florida, you got Georgia, you got South Carolina. We even got my homie who got gold records and shit. I've been knowing him for 20 years, and this is the difference between a relationship. Dog came all the way down here from Cleveland, and I'm going to be real with you. He ain't got these plaques for nothing. This what the fuck he do. You feel me? He hit me two days ago and say, dog, I ain't missed the summit and I'm coming. And right now he here. Please, before you leave, make sure that you know who everybody is. It's time out for us trying to be cool, for us having an ego. I see about 50 DJs in here. You feel me? And half of the DJs that's in here run their market and run other markets. It's radio in here. So this here, it don't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with C. Wakely being seen. This got something to do with y'all going to the next level. So if we could, just for the day, let's everybody support each other. So can I get everybody to come up just a little bit, just to start off to support other people, because I guarantee you this one thing. When we come to your market, we going to vibe with you. You feel me? And like after the day, it's enough people in here that do stuff in Gainesville. You got club owners the whole nine to where you should be able to come back to the city, maneuver, and pop your own shit. You don't have to call me. You don't have to call Wait. You don't have to call the people that's on the panel. I just want to take time. We're ready to get into the panel. And what I want to say, my name is C. Wakeley, for y'all that don't know me. And I appreciate everybody that came out, man. It means a lot to me uh, being able to bring the event to my city, but having people come from different states and different towns. This event is about independence. Rather, you're a producer, rapper, singer, model, shoot videos, club owner, promoter, whatever it is. It's an independent grind. And I just want to be a part of the independent grind by being an ambassador for y'all because y'all know every time you're trying to make a move, it ain't nobody really paying no attention unless it's a check involved or either your ass already about to blow. And by the time they get ready to help you, you already damn near done made it, so you really don't need them anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to be here for y'all and we support each other. It's not just that I'm helping y'all, but y'all helping me too. And I think I'm one of the few guys that's about that. You feel me? Everybody that's in the building, 
If you're not in Forbes magazine and you're really serious about this business, try to bear with us for about 30 minutes, man. These people here are the people that do it every day. These people here are the ones that's making a living at it. These people here are the ones that's making the money and got the experience. We brought these people here for you. If you listen to what they're saying, when they get off stage, you can talk to all these people. We not pocket watching over here. We ain't baller blocking over here. What we want is when everybody leave here to be in a better situation than they was before they got here. I'm going to let the panelists introduce themselves. And we're going to start down here with Mr. St. Pete, even though he worldwide now. But, man, tell them who you is, homie. Yeah, I think uh, 75% of people probably know who I am, man. DJ Wynn, St. Petersburg, Florida. I do Go radio. out here with the people. I do radio, mixtapes, mixed DVDs, street promo. Really, like, I put plans together and strategies together to try to help artists win, uh, to be honest. Uh, I mean, you could just follow me on Instagram, DJWINN. You can see more of everything that I do. For sure. Y'all get DJ Wynn a hand, man. Y'all get DJ Yeah, get up for that boy, man. <laughs> Mr. Watch Me Work, man. Mr. Watch Me Work. Real quick, man, everybody pull out their phone, man, and grab your boy IG, man. It's your boy Jay Holler. Put in work, so make sure y'all get the IG so I can follow y'all. It's a lot of new faces in here. Uh, but um, I do a lot. You know, like my partner say, uh, I'm a true Jamaican. I got like 100 jobs. But uh, brand specialist videos, you know, from a, a business consultant standpoint, making sure that the artists get to the next level. So if you're really trying to do real business and stop spending and wasting actual money and get to the good part, you know, holler at me. Get up for Jay Holler right quick. Uh, what's good, man? I'm Blizzard. I'm the program director at K100 Radio. It's an online radio station, 24-7, based out of Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, we, we rock with the independent artists, man. You know what I'm saying? We're one of only um, 10 internet radio stations in the world that's BDS monitored, which is pretty good. So when we play your music, you know, the people in the industry, they check for it. They can see it. It counts. Your spins show up. If you don't know what that is, you got a little bit more homework to do. So you should find out about that. But at the end of the day, I just want to make sure that everybody is networking, man, because that's what I came down here for. I came to most of the, all, every artist that hit the stage, they grinding. I'm already playing 100. I already played Poke Dog. You feel me? I already played Big T, homie. I'm already rocking with Price and Scott. I'm already rocking with the grinders already. I'm here to meet some new people at the end of the day. You feel me? These, this music that we already spinning off top. So we here to meet some new people, man, and see some new faces, you feel me? And that's all it's about, man. I just want to make sure that everybody's networking, get you some contacts, man, come up to me, come up to all these panelists, because I know pretty much most of these guys and everybody's approachable. Nobody's on their Hollywood shit, you feel me? So just make sure you networking, because the whole point here is to network and get some contacts, man. Give it up for that boy, man. show. How y'all doing? My name's Raylo. Part of them damn dogs, you know what I'm talking about? Straight from Palm Beach County, South Florida. Woo. We're not right around the corner, but we from down south and we're live in the house tonight. Shout out to the artists from Palm Beach that came up here. Gorilla Goon, Trap 1000, Loki ENT. Um, me and my partner Putt right here, we have five radio stations that we're on. It's a syndicated show. The pro and the con to it. There ain't no cons. Let me tell you the pros. I'm the PD. I'm the program director. I'm the promoter for the show. I'm the DJ on the show. There's no corporate bullshit going on with us. If you got fine music, we're your radio DJ plug straight up. 
I'm not one of them stations that plays the same 11 records over and over. When you get in the car to go slide on your side, bitch, when you get back and you hear the same songs, we're not on that. We're playing what the streets want to hear, where you're connected to the streets, them damn dogs from Palm Beach. My dog will tell you the rest. Dogs. My name is Mr. Puck from them damn dogs, the other half of them damn dogs. Like he said, we're on five different radio stations and we're known to break artists. The first ones to play on the radio, on a real radio station, um, Kodak Black. Um, we started from him, we gave him his very first interview. Hold up, hold up, pup, hold up, pup, hold up, pup, hold up. Uh-oh, don't go that far yet? No, 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 no. I need you, I need you to say that shit again, because I'm a co-sign it. What? I hope these motherfucking cameras are. Yeah. Cause look, this area where you at, they Kodak crazy. Now say that uh -oh. shit one more time. Well, let me rewind myself. I said we the first radio station to start getting behind this boy. You know what I'm saying? Kodak Black gave him his very first interview. You don't believe me? YouTube. You'll yes, see Fort Pierce on, on the main radio station that we was on. You know what I'm saying? We covering 160 miles of coverage. And I'm also gonna, gonna school y'all younger artists on how to make your money even, even before you get a record deal. You oh, hold up, pop, 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 pop. Don't go that far, don't go that far. Hey. Hold up, hold up, hold, hold up. up. We must got some record labels in here nah, too. Nah, nah, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me get now through the record labels don't want y'all to know this stuff I gotta tell you today. Hold up, no, we, we gonna crank up, but hold up. Introduce, let's let, let get the last introduction right quick. I got y'all when, when they pass me the mic. <laughs> uh, I'm one Thriller player uh, of the 69 boys. Uh, I'm on the panel tonight from a lot of different perspectives, from a radio host to an artist to an executive to uh, just a marketing person. Whatever it is you want to know, whatever questions you have, I'm here to answer. Okay, this is what I want to do, man. Now that we got the introductions out the way, how many artists do we have in the audience? If you're an artist, raise your hand. Now this is what I'm gonna do that nobody else do. I'm gonna take the first four questions before I get into what we here for. What artist got a question? Everybody rich, everybody paid, nobody got a question. Okay, okay. Come on right quick. What's your name, man? My name is Blade Castro. We're coming from D-Land, Florida. Representing Heavy Boy Entertainment. My question for all of y'all is, just being a young artist, what's the quickest way to go viral? Hold up, I don't think it's quick, but hold on. Hold on, we're gonna let somebody answer that. Cause we, we, this is what we wanna do, answer the questions. Who want that question? Who want that question? I, I'm gonna tell you one quick answer. Do dumb shit. <laughs> Why you bullshitting? Then he beat me to it. Shit, rob a bank and put your record behind it. I was just playing. Nah. Uh, re nah, real shit though. Uh, it's not a one. It's not a one answer to that. But really, good content is what can make people pay attention. You understand what I'm saying? So if your content is unique and it can engage the person that's looking at that YouTube video, that's what's really gonna make a difference. But if you got typical content that's pretty much the same that everybody got going on, what's gonna what, what makes you stand out? So why should it go viral? You feel me? Okay. So it's just thinking about good content, what you putting out there. Okay, do anybody, what other question at? I'm coming. Um, how important is it to put UPC and ISRC barcodes on your music? Well, it's extremely important, and plus we got some radio heads on here, so I know they want to like go in, but I'm gonna let my radio dudes tell you why. I already know. And that's important, I'm gonna give it to Raylo after this. 
That's important because, you know, that's, that's ways to track. It's all about tracking. It's all about data. It's all about information. We live in the information age. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's, we live in a time where you can't just front and lie and just say, yeah, man, I sold 10000 out of Trump. Ain't nobody just going to believe that shit. You feel what I'm saying? You got to show and prove, which is where stuff like uh, barcodes and all these tracking systems are set up in place so you can actually verify it with industry professionals. It's easy for you to go out and say that to anybody in the hood and, and front like that. But if you tell me you can spend on 20 stations in 20 cities, and then I go to I go to BDS and I pull your report, and I don't see not one spin, I'm not believing you because all of those are registered. So what we what I do is radio. What radio what they do is radio. You, that's the it's, it's the equivalent of tracking. It's all about tracking. It's all about data. So if you're really trying to still sell CDs. Hard copies, you know what I'm saying? That stuff is important to actually track, but make sure that if you're rocking with some of the mom and pop spots, that those particular stores are actually registered sound scan stores that need to be. All the mom and pop spots are not. So sometimes you could be selling 10,000 copies of CDs and stuff in the hoods, and it's not even being tracked and being recorded. And so the industry don't know. Now, you, they can look at your buzz and look at your, your, your club presence and people coming out to your shows and look at your social media and kind of gauge it a little bit. But if you really don't have stores that's actually being tracked by SoundScan and that's really registered, then it really won't matter. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the big major chains, they're going to be tracked automatically. Of course, iTunes and stuff like that, the digital people, they're automatically going to show up. They, that's the system. But some of the mom, I know a lot of the people that are in the mom and pop stores, you know what I'm saying? And they really sell real units out of that, you know what I'm saying? And they don't really have the SoundScan set up. So make sure if you are rocking with those stores like that, Check on, check and make sure if they are. If they are, you really need to be rocking with them, especially if you popping in your hood like that. You feel me? But this is all about tracking. We live in the information age. It's all about data. So it's kind of hard to, you can buy, you can buy Twitter followers and shit and lie and make people think you got 100,000 followers. But the industry, the people who really check, nah, they know what, they know where to look for the real information. You ain't fooling us. Um, what's very important about the ISRC and a lot of y'all younger artists really need to know this for years and years before any of us was even here, the big record labels, what they used to do to the mastering companies, with the mastering company, because it was only certain mastering companies that, that mastered the artists. They would hide that information from the artists. You know what I'm saying? So the, the artists never knew about the ISRC codes, knowing that when you get played on social media that you're supposed to get a check. When you get played on YouTube, you're supposed to get a check. When you get play, played on the radio, you're supposed to get a check. But a lot of us don't give a damn. Only thing we want to do is drop music for our friends and say, here, don't listen to my shit, my nigga, listen to my shit. Y'all need to learn the business part about it. I was dumb the same way. If I'd have known what I know now about peanut butter jelly song when we took it over to Slip and Slide and sold that bitch, I'd have been a millionaire right now. I'd have came in there with some solid gold shoes on y'all ass tonight. <laughs> for real. So learn the business, man. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of a nigga way. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, shit. Well, we only paid $150 in that bitch, Chip, man, Raylo. You know what I'm saying? Let's go get this flip. We left out of that bitch with $50,000. That's a flip. Bitch, I paid $150, and we got $50,000. I went stunned. Now. I didn't know shit about they were going to sell it to Disney. You know what I'm saying? I sold all the royalties, every motherfucking thing, not knowing the business. So make sure y'all, it's very important that you know the business. Do your research on your ISRC. It's very important. When you upload it to YouTube, when you upload it to Facebook, anything, somebody have to encode it. So somebody getting y'all money. Straight up. Somebody getting y'all money. Okay, let, let me take this other question right quick, homie. And then we're going to get down to it. Shit, um...
I'm from Polk County. Just, just to that. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? DJ Secret molded us and shit. We, we all know about the RSC codes and the BMIs and the ass caps. From the DJs, what I need to know, how do I buy into the DJ pool? How do I buy into the DJ pool? In my opinion, there's really not a lot, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, DJ pools left. You know, that, that's kind of outdated. And for two, it's all about building a relationship. If you buy your way in, it's just like pussy. When the money goes, the pussy goes. Real talk. So you don't want to buy your way in. No, well, I, I didn't necessarily mean like buy my way in, into the DJ pools. What, what I mean is it's just the same like Kodak Black. Kodak Black was hot in Miami. He was hot in Florida at the same time as he was hot in Atlanta. Well, I'm going to tell you, Kodak had a budget and got with the hot promoters, the DJs, and it all started down south. Then it grew. You know what I'm saying? It grew legs on its own. But there was a budget and a push behind it. It just didn't come out of nowhere and, and blew up. There was a plan and a budget and the right promotion. So no DJ Poos was involved with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it wasn't no DJ Poos uh, with Kodak, but there is... Uh, See, there's no such thing as getting really an exclusive record no more. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, DJs used to get exclusive records. The only way you get an exclusive record is if I'm in a studio working with the major artists. You know what I'm saying? So really, everything is on the internet. You know what I'm saying? You got like DJ Service Pack. You got ATL Top 20, MP3 Wax. You got Vertigo. You got Hip Hop Early. You got Green Hits. There's at least 10 top sites that the DJ, Sakana, it's so many I can keep naming that all the DJs go to to look for music. You know what I'm saying? If, we, if I ain't, I mean, I buy iTunes cards, you know what I'm saying? And buy, buy music off iTunes. Because if they don't have what I'm looking for on, on them sites, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to, to iTunes. So there is a list of, of different uh, avenues to go get your music. But artists, you can service your music. You know what I'm saying? You could probably service all them sites probably for about three grand. You know what I'm saying? All, them sh all the ones I'm talking about, and, and it'll scatter on the internet all at once. And you just got to have that buzz, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I stress to people, man, like everybody, everybody that hit the stage tonight, right? Everybody got good music. Everybody got good music, right? But it's not about always about having good music. It's about working your music. Hold up, when, when, when? You the DJ, but run that shit back for me. No, I'm just saying, man. I'm just being real. Cause I, when I speak, I speak speak from, from my heart because I got a passion with this shit. Like, I don't do this shit. Like, I love doing music. You know what I'm saying? If, if it would have been about the money, I would have been quit years ago. You feel me? But you, it's a lot, a ton of good artists. It's The, the game is saturated. I'm talking about oversaturated. Straight so up. it's like... If 10 of y'all got good music, you know what I'm saying? So now I can't just go on 10 of y'all got good music. Well, now it's got to be who working the hardest, who really wanted the worst. You know what I mean? Who really wanted bad? Who do I see in, I just went to Mississippi. I went to Atlanta. I went to, uh, uh, well, I was in Birmingham. You know what I'm saying? At different events. You know what I'm saying? If I see somebody out there working and working and working, I'm going to be like, damn, man, this dude working, man. So I'm going to take the initiative to say, you know what, I, I, I'm going to give you the respect to say I got to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? It's all about working, working, working. There's no big answer to this shit to me personally. You know what I'm saying? It's about being consistent every day, waking up and putting something towards your music and your career. Because nobody going to want it more than you. You know what I'm saying? Nobody.
You gotta want it yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like me as a DJ, I've been doing this shit over 20 years. Like when I started out, nobody believed in me. Like I had to work for this shit, man. It, it, it was people that was blocking and shutting doors and all kind of shit. But I just kept working and working and working and working and working and working. And I finally got ahead. And it's the same concept. That's why I'm telling y'all, all you got to do is consistently stay working. But a quick, simple answer, there's a lot of services on the internet that you can service your single to and it will get to the masses. But then on top of that, you still got to work it. You know, if there was one blueprint to make it, we'd all be following the blueprint. That's real. Oh, go ahead, Raylo. And then I'm going to do this last question and I'm going to get straight to our four topics. All right. And to reiterate what Wynn said, let's say you go to all of them platforms and put your song up. How is anybody going to know to go get that bitch? You got to promote that. There's a, how many, probably a trillion songs on iTunes. How anybody knows to go get it? Because you like it. It's been drilled in your head. You heard someone else talking about it. So you got to work that shit, even if it starts only locally. Everything started locally. All the boosty shit we was on 10 years ago, that shit was old to them, but it was brand new to us. Kodak Black, everybody that's Kodak bopping now, we've been on Kodak and Palm Beach and everything for about, what, a year and a half? Two years? You know what I'm saying? We've been on that, and it's just getting out now. So you got to push that because once you, that only uploading it and doing that, that's only half the battle. Now you got to drive people to go get it. You know what I'm saying? So it's a 50-50 thing. Once you upload it, once you service all the DJs, now you got to reinforce that they playing it and go promote it. Go give out however you choose to promote it. There's creative ways. There's dumb ways to go viral. You got to take a little bit of everything and experiment and hope something works. Test your music. How many rappers y'all, like, they come up to me every day, bro, bro, this is my hit single. How is it a hit? No one's heard it. How the fuck is that your hit single? I've never heard it. No one's never heard it. That ain't a hit single. Test it. Take it around. You know what I'm saying? Don't just listen to your homeboys because your homeboys ain't going to be the ones to help you print up CDs, pay promoters. You know, they just want to get in the club free, drink your liquor and fuck with hoes. They ain't trying to pay shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Real talk. Test your records. Get with the DJs. Get with the people in the area. Test it first. Just because you spent money to go in the studio don't mean it's going to work or it's a hit. Test your shit. You know what I'm saying? I just want to add something to that. Like, if you look at the st statistics on iTunes, it's way more people on iTunes that's on iTunes that's paying iTunes to be on there. Because y'all, you know, you pay iTunes to be on there. It's like a fee or something like that. But... There's more people on there than there's actual people making money off iTunes. So it's cool. I, I see a lot of people be like, I need to be on iTunes. I need to be, put my shit on iTunes. But if you don't have the marketing and you don't have the engine to promote that you're on iTunes or you don't have a big enough buzz, then you're not going to have any sales on iTunes. You know what I'm saying? So That's real. P, you, wanna go, you want me to touch on that right quick? We going to get to it in the next topic. I'm going to get... I slipped on this young man right here. Okay, and what's then the question? Get right to what's going on? My name is Nutso. Um, I'm not a rapper, first of all, but I manage a couple of rappers. That's what's up. But anyway, um, I've been trying to do meet and greets in my city, and we invite DJs and people from like the surrounding counties to come over and uh, listen to this artist or listen to a new artist to try to network and. Um, what you call, uh, like you say, cater to the DJs or whatever.
but for some reason, DJs just won't come unless we say, we'll pay for your gas and shit like that. But okay, we'll do that and all that. But even then, they still won't come. So how can we reach out to you guys and invite you to a place that, that you're going to get quality music and gifts, but like sometimes y'all just ignore us. So I, I want to know how, what's the best way to go about that? I'm going to let, you, you want to answer that? Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Hey, Hold up. Just one Nut, thing. Where you, hey, going, where you from? Where you from again? Hey, Nat pulled up in a damn phantom. Come pick all of us up, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. But on the real though, man, a lot of a lot of the DJs that do be working, they um the reason they ask you for the gas cards and all of this, because you actually pulling them from something that they already be doing. You know what I'm saying? For real. So the uh, especially like when, when this dude, I don't know how in the fuck this dude ever get some sleep. I, I go to sleep and wake up this nigga in the next next city, next next state sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So you you have to understand you're pulling them from somebody. And I understand some of them, they just can't make it. You feel me? Let me answer your question, especially where we from, where we're from. You gotta check resumes because there's peons that act important. Straight up. And they're not important. There's a lot of peon ass DJs that think they're Hollywood, think they made it, but yet they got three likes on their Instagram page. They look dirty in public. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you just can't fuck with peons, straight up. Resume check DJs. You know what I'm saying? They should have a story. People, regular people should know them. If only other DJs know that DJ, don't fuck with their ass. Real talk. They should, every DJ with a name should have a story and you should be able to resume check them. Just my opinion. But like, you know where we from, peons. A lot of peon DJs. Okay. I just want to say, I go to a lot of, um, I'm in Atlanta. So Atlanta is a city that's really buzzing, man. And there's always some kind of event. There's always meet and greets. There's always a lot of stuff going on. In a market like that, my, my, my biggest problem is not do I want to go. My biggest problem is which one do I want to go to. You feel me? Because it's, it's that many. Now, I don't know if you guys have that problem in your market, but where I'm at, that's an issue. You know what I'm saying? I'm if I was about to answer that set. He asked me for people looking, um, how do I choose? I choose based on the relationship I have with the person who's throwing it. Point blank, period. I have relate as a as a program director, I have relationships with DJs, promoters, uh, PRs, everything. Everything is about relationship. That's why when I first came and sat down on the panel, my first question to y'all was, who did you meet? Who did you personally meet? Who did you go up to physically and say, what's up? What's my, I'm, I'm this person, what do you do? You feel me? Because at the end of the day, it's just like when people call your phone. How many people call, when, when numbers call your phone and you don't know the number, do you answer that motherfucker? If they name didn't pop up, I don't. I'm sending you fucking, I'm sending you the voicemail. You feel what I'm saying? It's all about relationships at the end of the day. I go to the ones where people invite me to that I actually know and have a relationship with. If I got five choices, I'm going to the one where I've actually politicked with. I know them, just like Raylo just said, I know their reputation, I know they 100, I know they're about their business, but I know that not because I saw it on, on, on IG, I know it because I actually engaged them in person. The art of networking is lost. You can't get around it. Straight you up. You cannot escape it. You have to do it. So at the end of the day, if you want these DJs to come out, you should have already been talking to him before that. Like, if you invited a DJ out, was that the first time he ever heard from you? Has he ever, have you, have you popped up and pulled up on him at one of his shows or something that he's doing? Have you ever bought one of his mixtapes and screenshot it and said, I'm rocking with you, big homie? You feel what I'm saying? Have you ever did any of that? Because if the first time he ever heard from you, was you like, come to my event? You know what I mean? 
So I, I, I just want to make sure that that's being, that, that's clear. Like, it's all about relationships. You feel me? So when people invite you out to events, me personally and a lot of people I know, they choose and, and go to ones of, of the people that they actually rocking with and they have relationships with. You feel me? And that's really important that the first time you contact a DJ, the first time you ever seen you, it ain't, what's up, play my shit. It ain't, come to my stuff. It ain't, download my mixtape. It ain't, it's like, what's up, homie? And it's a general conversation, just like you should have been doing in this event at the very beginning. Straight up. Hey, P, real quick, like. Okay. This is a conversation, man, that's kind of like had in like multiple cities, man, throughout our state, the DJ relationship between the artist relationship. And it seems like it's getting a real, real touchy. Like you just said, you paid DJs, right? You said you paid some DJs and they still ain't show up? You used to. All right, so check this out. Instead of paying the DJ, because sometimes we want to get, we want to put the ball all in the DJ hand. Go straight to the streets, man. I'm from the day where we went and got it, man. We went straight okay. to the block, bro. Like, fuck, the, fuck going to pay all the DJs. I'd rather pay, you know, if it's going to work, because it's still advertisement at the end of the day. But don't so put everything on the DJ. Still go do your work, because if your music is hot, it's going to get hot. And the DJ going to want to play it anyway, because somebody went to the booth and said, hey, bro, you got that new Kodak? And you're going to look crazy if you ain't got that new Kodak or the new record that everybody asked you to play. You feel me? And, and one thing, not, not to cut you off, Wayne, hold on. When I fit after win, I'm gonna do this last question. And when I start the thing, it's starting with thrill because he hiding over there on me. I ain't going for it. I said, nigga, you knew Jay Z before he was Jay Z. I ain't gonna let you slide, nigga. Let's go. Hey, I just want to say, uh, it's sad to say, but we, we in the age where DJs, the new DJs, I mean, just be honest with you, they lazy. They really don't have a passion for the music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They just want to go grab some of the top 100 songs is already hot like it's sad because uh, like you, you're supposed to have passion like me I'm, I'm trying to find what's hot and what's next you know what i'm saying i'm looking for like what's hot you know what i mean but like i said it also comes with a grind so i feel i feel like the djs these days they're not looking you know to build a relationship like if i could go to one of y'all and y'all hot and, and i help you get hot we're gonna look out for each other we're gonna grow together you know what i'm saying and that's how it should be but it's sad, you know what I mean? It's not that way. So what I would say is find the DJs who's rocking with you. If you have a meet and greet and you put a meet and greet together, you know what I'm saying? And you got 20 DJs coming out and you gave some gas cards away and had a little bit of food. If four out of them 20 DJs is rocking with you, them the ones you need to fuck with. Don't worry Straight about up. the rest of them. You know what I mean? Fuck with the ones who fucking with you. Because there's still a few DJs that have passion for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's just the way the generation changed, like the new DJs, they don't understand the concept of finding new records, breaking new records. They just want to go with the flow of what's already going on, because I guess it's cool to be a DJ now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be a DJ. And, and we're going to touch on that word breaking real quick. Hold on. Hold on one second, Jay. Wait, they still do that? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because, and this is one of the questions, and I'm going to start with you right after this. Everybody done heard the word breaking or the word working. Now, I'm out here for real, so I know 90% of these cats don't know what that is. So that's something we gonna get into because Thrill, you actually had to do that. But hold on one second. I go by the name J-Rock, the rock star. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm an independent artist. I'm saying I've been doing this for years. I mean, I don't know if Thrill remember, but in the early 90s, I did a song with him right here in Gainesville. You know what I'm saying? Um, with Ali. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I've been grinding, been fucked up in these streets, just got out of prison. But as far as when it comes down to your RC shit, the coding, BMI, everything, I mean, before I never got to release the song, 
I mean, I never released a single, period, throughout these years. Now, but now I have a single that's ready. I realize as independent, you can only test your product as far as your budget to allow you. You know what I'm saying? So when you test your product, have it ready, and you have your product ready to go, you have a single, and you and I and I did the things that you say the code and have it ready, BDS ready for radio. I have that ready now. Now, what would be my next step? Well, you gotta ask yourself, what's the end result of your project as a whole? You know what I'm saying? What are you trying to accomplish? Okay, I, I, I have a, my project is, I have a complete project. I have singles lined up, ready to go. What, what we gotta do, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a gamble, bro. You gotta put Straight. that shit out there and see what happens. Yeah. It's like dope. Hey, it is, what? If, if you relate it to that game, it's the same thing, bro. You gotta, you know, you could have the biggest bomb, and if you sitting in your bed and you ain't out on the block, that shit ain't going nowhere. Straight up. You gotta put that shit out and see what happens. If it's good dope, it'll come back. It'll cook back. Realistically, when you got your finished project, right, and you feel like it, that's what it is, and you feel you got good records, if you already got hot in your market, you need to go to the next market and do that, duplicate that same exact plan. And you got to go say, okay, if this market messes with me, go ahead on, on the map, draw, draw a 60 mile radius on the map. Do what you can do in your budget and go work everything in that 60 mile radius. If you don't get nothing that come back and you didn't drop a thousand, two thousand CDs in every one of this market that ain't nothing come back, you got to go back to the kitchen at that point, bro. G shit. It's just like the game, you know what I'm talking about? So if you don't go back to the kitchen and get something else, and you come back, oh boy, that's that new new, then they rocking with you. Because at the end of the day, content is king at the end of the day. You ain't got to force nobody's shit when the record is what it is. It's records we listening to right now that we probably don't like, and then we liking it already because they force fed it to us. You feel me? I don't even know half of the shit that be on the radio. I be like, bro, I don't even know what he's saying, but I didn't heard this shit so many times. They be jamming now. I just be... Shit, you feel what I'm saying? So you gotta work your you gotta work your record and say, okay, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go here. But if you're not getting any good feedback on your record, then you gotta go back to the kitchen and say, okay, let me go back to my record and see what I can do, or let me go back to the songs that I have. It's no different than every we talking about what is the ICR codes and all this coding stuff. And you got from the from the radio standpoint, they look at that as okay, what is this person doing? But as an artist, as a manager, as a record label, how do we look at that information and digest that information and turn it into or leverage it, right? So for me, when I look at my artists and I say on iTunes, bro, how do we get all these sales off the, uh, the, the Xbox? I didn't even know you could buy records off the Xbox. Or I may look at the, the analytics and say, okay, boy, it's a bunch of people in Mississippi rocking with us. We got to go to Mississippi and put in work. And then if the work is good, it's going to come back. You know what I'm saying? A little bit over 28 if it's that work, you know what I'm talking about? But on the real shit, it's going to come back. So that's what you really got to do. You got to make sure you have a good product and it got to be marketed correctly and a quality brand. Your shit got to look just A1, you know what I'm talking about? Now, Thrill down there sitting and he done already oh, no, sold no, no. I'm finna get on Thrill. This I'm finna, man is sold nah, four nah. million platinum. No, no, no. I'm finna get on Thrill. Listen, man. Thrill, my dog. Listen, man. But I'm finna put him on the spot. I ain't going to let him slide like that. <laughs> this what I want to know, and this going to answer their question. So I used to see you at every big event it was. And when you walk in, even if they didn't know that you was three of the player, they say, there go that Florida boy. There go that Tootsie Roll. There go that dancing dude. I want to know this. What was the conversation like? Because when the motherfucking, when Jay-Z did the song, Can I Get a What What? You the only Florida nigga I seen in the video. And you dancing in that bitch. And you two feet away from Jay-Z. How did that come about? Now, I know how it came about, but I want you to help my artists show why you need to have a buzz. Right, right, right. Well, for one, I think, you know, 
during that time where that came, well, let me say this. From 69 Boys, from Tootsie Roll until, back then we had Southwest Wholesale and Selecto hits because the majors was coming at us too. We just, they made us wait so long before we finally caught on. We were already gold by the time they came with a deal and at that point we was picking up checks. So we did Tootsie Roll independently and all those records back then. We never signed with a major until later on. But I think with a lot of artists today, we scared to get doors slammed in our face. For me, it was about being in our own lane. We came out at a time where Luke was on one coast running things and you had N.W.A. on the next coast running thing. But cussing was new then. Saying pussy on the record was new then. So what was a novelty then, 20, 30 years later, you got artists coming out trying to do what N.W.A. did and what Luke did and everybody's in that lane. So for 69 boys, we were the only one in our lane because when we came out, we wanted to be able to perform everywhere Luke couldn't perform. So he couldn't perform in high schools and a lot of college functions. So it let us know, okay, well we gotta do clean music. But also years later, ain't nobody in that lane but Will Smith, who very seldom makes music. So we stay working because for one, we have our own lane. For two, during that time, you would see a lot of other artists on music soundtracks, movie soundtracks. Well, what, what happened is the thug generation came along and people who decide who's going to be on Blue Street, Nothing to Lose, Bad Boys, are, are, are executives that have 13 and 14 year old daughters. Well, during our run initially at 69 Boys, Quad City DJs, 95 South, we would send records home with those to our lawyer, which would send it to Universal's lawyer, who would give it to that executive over the soundtrack, who would take it home to their 13 and 14 year old daughter or son to listen to, so they could say, dad or mom, this should go on the soundtrack. Well, when you got a lot of thug rappers putting out XYZ, those white executives, people who cut checks, they're not taking that home to their kids for them to approve or disapprove. So you see a lot of urban activity down on soundtracks. You see a lot of urban activity down at radio, urban radio, struggling now. You got artists in the street chasing top-notch DJs when it's DJs just like women. What bruh said, you have to equate it back to women. You got females right there that are cooked, clean, wash your dirty drawers, but you'd rather go in the street and chase one that ain't studying you. It's the same thing with these records. You'd rather chase a DJ because he got the hot club night and it's a DJ right there on your street that do house parties. But I've never seen a man conquer his street without conquering his house. And I've never seen a man conquer his side of town without conquering his street. And I've never seen a man conquer his city without conquering his side of town, nor his state without conquering his city, and so on and so forth. So what we have to do as young artists and right. executives is understand that all these DJs up here who know who Boys the Men is, they know who Jodis is, and they still make good music. You see them playing any of their music? Absolutely not. You know why? Because every record, I don't care how big you get, takes a certain amount of humility going back to the bottom and getting them doors slammed in your face on the way back up. Crumbs to breaking. Every record you make is not going to take you to the top. Some records is made just to get you some more exposure. Then you go back. You have to know when to quit with a record and go to the next record. So it's a lot of different concepts. But for me, it's always been about finding your lane, staying in your lane, being real enough with yourself to get doors slammed in your face and being real enough to understand that yes you need a business plan yes record pools are still valid to a certain extent but 
if you don't have a strategy like these cats have said that allow you to, to get in where you fit in, know what DJs ain't gonna fuck with you whether you give them $100,000. And don't waste your time there. Help who helping you and help people help you. Hey boy, I like that. I like that. Check this out. And, and, and we gonna start with Jay on this. And the only reason Definitely, I'm not free promoting Kodak Black, but for, since he getting the money, since in our state, he the one that everybody talking about, I just want, since y'all from that area, I want y'all to say it one more time. We've been playing Kodak Black for how long? Two years. A lot of the artists here will be on a record for 30 days. Exactly. All right? They already, some of them, and this ain't no disrespect, I learned by messing up too. But some of them already don't know what they're doing and already don't have a plan. And then they'll jump off a record. I, this is the only thing I want to say before we get back to the panel. And this is my opinion. And even though these are my friends, if I'm wrong, y'all tell me. The game is so oversaturated right now, it ain't a motherfucking record that you could make that's going to shut everything else down and you don't have to do no work to it. Y'all agree with that? Agree. I feel like no matter how far it is, you got to work it. But once you believe in it, then that's when you really go ahead and go to the next level. Um, the last thing I want to say before we close out. Hey, it's, one, I'm sorry, on, go ahead. On. Another thing, one quick thing too. Sometimes it don't be that record that you think is a hit. It might be the record that you don't like. There it is, man. Listen to me now. There it is. It might be the record that you don't like. If you don't believe me, ask Van right here. He hated Tootsie Roll at first. You don't believe me? <laughs> Listen to the first and the last verse. It's the same verse. <laughs> For real. He hated it. Yeah. And look, that made Van the most money in his fucking life, dog. This man was on top of the world. Yeah. He, tell, he definitely telling the truth. The only reason Tootsie Roll was on the album is because they threatened to take it off the album because I didn't want to release it as the first single. So a lot of us think we know everything. That ain't the case. You know, you, you got to be humble. Dude who performed up here from Camden County, the one record he say that they playing on 93.3 to beat, that's a hit. But the record he did before that, that's the one. You understand what I'm saying? When y'all building these records, build your record for success. You know what I'm saying? Don't just get a record, start and put bitch whole motherfucker got down because it's going to sound good to your homies. Is it going to sound good to that 48, 50-year-old program director in your city that don't even listen to what you listen to? You understand what I'm saying? These records have to be conceptually made. Why do dudes keep making records for dudes? Don't nobody want to see their hard head ass dancing on the club. I want to see some girls when I go to the flow. What's wrong with the artists making some music that people can dance to and following those kind? You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just trying to give you some advice because you got a thousand people dropping records in the same cup and asking DJs to pull it out and make them a star. That's unrealistic. Man, the records, everything we do, it's got to be created from a realistic standpoint. Hey, let me, uh, let me cut in for a minute. So let me speak on behalf of the artists. Since I represent artists like lawyers represent uh, criminals. This is my question because I've, I've been listening, but to get to the, the point of it, from what I've seen, everybody, and this, and this is an exception to every rule, but most everybody, DJs, promoters, whatever, ain't nobody really fucking with independence. All right, that's the bottom line. Ain't nobody really fucking with artists. And if you ain't got no hot record right now ready to go, ain't nobody trying to really break one. 
Okay, and li- or listen, so don't go home and say, see, Wakely accused me of that because whatever the fuck I say, I mean it, I say it, but I didn't say that. But what I did say is, is that what I be saying is that we have some dick riding DJs now, and we got some DJs and some promoters that unless your ass hot, they not fucking with you. Now, this is what I'm saying. I'd rather, if I'm a DJ, I want to go fuck with Big Lou out of Winter Haven because he hot. Okay? I want to go fuck with my boy Cocky out of Lakeland because he hot. You feel me? I want to go fuck with Mike Smith out of Miami because he hot. You know what I'm saying? I want to go fuck with that boy Dread Gator because he hot. The list can go on and on. Didn't mean to leave nobody out. But don't nobody want to do that. What you want, you want Kodak Black. Because it's easy. You can make some money off Kodak Black. It's easy and it's popular. Don't none of y'all want to break no records. Don't say that I said DJ win don't break records because we ain't do. But as a whole, you don't. Because as soon as you start spinning a hot record in the club, this is what happened. When motherfuckers start walking off the floor, your ego get involved and you don't even love music no more. You're supposed to love music. And you're supposed to cater to the people because you love music but what you do is you say I had 600 people jumping hard and it was dancing to Kodak Black it was dancing to Plies, Jeezy, Drake and everybody else but when I put on 100 record when I put on Poke Dog record they started walking off and I don't like the way that feel it don't make me feel important as a DJ no more so I ain't fucking with the record but in your heart when you ride your car you like the record you bob to it and you dig it but it ain't no fire behind it so you're not really fucking with it alright so now when a humble ass artist come to you and he say man listen I just need your help I just need your help bro and he said to you I'm not really asking you to give me nothing but then he said I respect your time and you good at what you do see Wakely so I don't mind paying you something as long as you believe in it. Okay? But then you don't even give him that chance because he ain't hot yet. But this is the thing you got to understand. If your son is 15 or 16 to have a birthday party and you ask Jesus to come to that motherfucker, you can't even reach Jesus. But you can reach Big Lou and say, Big Lou, my son like you a lot and I want to know if you could come I'll take care of your gas or whatever. And Big Lou going to say, don't worry about the gas. I'm so honored that you chose me. I'm coming. You're not going to be able to reach Jeezy. And if you get lucky enough to reach him, he's going to laugh at your ass. But that's who you choose to support. And I love Jeezy music. But what I'm saying is when people get that big, ain't nobody fucking with them. Can we catch somebody? And I'm going to brag and yank my own chain. I fuck with niggas from the ground up. I build niggas from the ground up. And I get them to the money. I can't promise you that I'm going to get you rich and I can't promise you I'm going to get you a major deal but I'm going to get your ass to $1,000 a show or 1500 or two grand. I'm going to get you two or three shows a month if you're really good. I'm going to get you five or six. You feel me? Or if I don't do that, I'm going to make you such a commodity that when I go sit and talk to a promoter, I can make him believe enough that we're going to do a motherfucking dough split or something. You feel me? At least we got a chance to get to the money. And everybody, if everybody had that mindset because ain't none of us motherfuckers blue yet now, Ain't none of us blow yet. We still in the independent underground. We happen to make some money in it, but we still ain't big yet. You feel me? So what I'm saying is for us to get big, we have to support the guys right here. And I do know, and I'm saying this, when DJ Win does support the independent, I know what Pup and Raylo do with their radio show. So again, none of my panelists are guilty of this, but so many others are. And I spoke it, and I said it, and I mean it. So my thing is, I need somebody they explained, is it your ego? It, and I don't think it's always ego. I think some, some of y'all just don't want to do the work. Okay? So my whole point is somebody explain that for me. No.
I appreciate that. And before I let Puff explain that, I want to encourage every artist because I wrote Yin Yang, I wrote Great Goose, the song Great Goose for me. DJs wasn't trying to hear it from me, even though the same artist, I gave the same record to the Yin Yang twins. DJs spent that shit like they never spent it before. I done wrote records for TI, for Luke, for everybody. The same DJs that I done paid light bill, phone bill, cell phone, everything. They look at me as I walk by, I'm done sold 40 million records. But they look by, and, and you can put me on stage today with your favorite artist, we gonna smoke their ass right off the stage. But the same DJs walk by me like I've never sold a record, like I never helped buy their baby's diapers. So don't be discouraged as far as why they not helping, because DJs have bigger egos now than artists. So when they tell you you ain't gotta pay, don't believe them, go and get your money right. But just learn who to pay. Just like we gonna get burnt by some females in the street. Oh man, that bitch took advantage of me. She took my bread and ain't even, the DJ's gonna do you the same way. They egotistical now. It's about them. So, but the NBA used to be about big men. Now it's about the stretch folk and, and the small men. The game gonna change. You're going to have to accept the water with the wet, the good with the bad, the fuck niggas with the good niggas, pay who you got to pay, keep the shit moving, and, and, and charge it to the game. Now I'm going to let Puff explain. Shout out to Thrill. One thing about Thrill, man, Thrill done been on both sides of, of, of that gun. He done been the DJ on the radio. He done been the artist, the executive, everything. I done been the same exact thing. I done had Triple J artists that we done built from the ground up. One of the things, what I want to answer your question, Wakely, a lot of these DJs, especially nowadays, they into routines. They ain't into breaking records. But they don't, mainly because they don't know how to break records. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the easiest ways for all the newer DJs to break records is to play their record when people first come in and the last song when they leave out that bitch. So that's the song they fucking remember when they leave up out of there. Now, is what you were saying, Wakely? If I got a crowd that's jamming, phone, 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 everybody losing their motherfucking mind. Then I play a song that they don't know, everybody clear the flow, you can kill that record. It ain't being a fuck nigga that we took that record off or not playing that record, you can also kill that record. You play that shit again and nigga think, oh, everybody left the flow last time. They played that shit. That's that old dumbass song. So the way to really break a record that, that always worked for me, even with my own shit when I, was, when I was playing my own, I always played it right when people come in and the last song they hear. And I guarantee you they remember that shit. Man, in my opinion, there's a lot of record fakers. There's not record breaking, there's a lot of record fakers. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them are in it to take pics. How many of y'all see people on Facebook all fucking day taking pictures? The bitch that has a thousand likes on Facebook don't have a thousand dollars. Trust me, fake book. That shit is not real. It's just like, like where I'm from. There's a lot of DJs, ton of DJs. You would think a lot of our local records would be on. They don't get spun. There's DJs, oh, I DJ at this club. Bitch, if you drop dead tomorrow, that club's still gonna run. For real, and then they're gonna hire another $75 DJ. There's a lot of record fakers, for real. Me and Wimby on the phone, always looking for that next new record. Record companies don't send us shit no more. We clean up the records. I spent hours cleaning up. Like on, on our radio show, 
we're in tune to what the streets want to hear. I don't care what's going on in New York. I don't care about what's going on in California. And no disrespect, I don't care what's going on in Atlanta. I'm trying to find that Florida shit. My listeners live in Florida, so I'm trying to find that Florida sound and cater to Florida where I live. I don't have an identity crisis. I know who I am, and I'm in touch with my community. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we rock it. Fuck with real DJs. Real DJs do real things. Um, on my point, with me, I'm a little, it's a little bit different for me because I run an internet radio station. And, and you know what? With us, just so we clear, we based in Atlanta, but with internet radio, it's a global listening audience. You know what I'm saying? Most people that listen to K100 radio, they're not in Atlanta. You have to understand, in a market like Atlanta, where you've got four FM urban stations, uh, 200 internet radio stations, it's a, it's a lot of competition. Most of my listeners come from the Midwest, the West Coast, overseas. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, to answer your question, wait, I've had... Most, most of the time with me, since I rock with the indies and you know that, that's really what I built the platform about. 90% of the time, if I'm not rocking with an independent artist, that artist got it in their own way. You feel me? It's something that the artist did or didn't do on their grind that made me not rock with them because I'm a fair player. You feel me? If you meet me, you see me, and it's an artist in this room that I feel like I'm not fucking with them. It's something that they had to really do wrong. They could be whack as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It, they could just have not, not have good music. And I can tell them, your music is just not good. They could be unprofessional, sending me shit that's unmixed and unmastered. You feel what I'm saying? They could be the type of artist that's always trying to send me music, but I will never see them tuning in to K100 Radio. You feel what I'm saying? They'll never say, oh, I'm riding to K100 Radio right now, listening to some new shit myself. Trying to, they don't, they don't want to go through our ill or kill process. They want to just send me a record and spam my inbox. You feel what I'm saying? Most of the time for me, with independent artists, independent artists get in their own way because what, what I do, and I can't speak for nobody else, but what I do is the independent artist. So 90% of the time, if I'm not fucking with no, 99% of the time, it's something that they did themselves. We global. So for right. us, everything is a, is a whole nother mind frame when it comes right. to me and music. But when it comes to your question, why don't we fuck with the artist? 99% of the time, it's something that the artist is not doing on their grind. Hey, I didn't want to say I agree with everything you said, Wait, Straight up, but you know what? I'm a risk taker. I'm the motherfucking DJ that's gonna drop a record in Power Hour and the motherfucking whole crowd stop dancing. But guess what? Because I believe in that record and I know if I continue to do that, that bitch gonna get hot. I done it before. I done it with Walk It Out. When DJ Unk had a record out, I done it with Young Jock. I done it with, with uh, uh, Windows to the Wall with motherfucking Lil John and the East Side Boys. I done it with several records, bro. I'm that DJ to take, I, I feel like I'm the last of the Mohicans, man. Cause I do that shit, and if any artist paying the DJ to get played in the club, you crazy. It's cool to pay a DJ for services. Like you, you could come to me. Man, I get 20 phone calls a week. When how much it is to spend me in the club? I'm not gonna take your money. Cause if it's a good record and I believe in the record, I wanna play it. You shouldn't have to pay for play. Now, if you want to spend money with me to get some services, to get some promotion online, some street promo, some different shit like that, we can work. But a real DJ, a real DJ gonna drop that record no matter what. If he, a real DJ can make the floor disappear and the next song get him right back on the floor. That's how I feel, man. Cause real DJs know how to break records, man. If you a real DJ, you breaking the record, man. I'm, if you trying to break a record, you gonna run that bitch back five times Talk that motherfucker up, drop a bomb on it, bring that bitch back and let a bitch know. This the hottest shit in the club, man. The motherfuckers used to stand at me. This real shit now. 
They used to look at me like, damn, what the fuck we ain't playing? But I didn't give a fuck. Cause I knew it was a hot record. I knew that shit was gonna blow up. And I done did that shit over and over and over in my career, bro. And everything you said is real, man. It's real. So fuck with me, man. If you ain't fucking with me, bro, if you got a hot record and it's hot, I'm gonna run that motherfucker, period. Point blank. Two minutes, Jay. I just want to add this too. Ain't no shame in my game about since since the beginning we've been paying DJs to play our record. But I'm just saying when I when I say out here to the artists, you need to have your money right because it's called building a culture. We are in a business. I see it on the street side all the time. If half the cats up here were selling black tees and black scullies and black and miles, they'll be millionaires because those are the things we as a community will spend our money on. But I be damn, I'm a DJ too, but on the radio. I'm what you would call a radio personality. Ain't no artist finna get to spend money on Hennessy, on weed, on everything but me. You got life fucked up. You gotta first have good music to bring to me. Don't ask me to take you to the mountaintop with an all right record. No, give me something to work with. And secondly, understand this is a business. If you can buy weed, you can help pay the DJ. If you can buy Hennessy, you can help pay the DJ. If you can buy a pussy, excuse me, ladies, you can help pay the DJ. We are in a business, the music business. Yo, Jay Real quick, I mean, I just got to give it to you. From my quick opinion, all of the, um, click the link in my bio, y'all need to stop that shit because there's a fucking trillion links. Right. Ain't nobody fuck your link. Ain't yeah. nobody fucking with that shit. Yeah. That's real. Two minutes, Jay. Real, real quick too, uh, and I'm gonna speak from the artist side because we we are talking about paying DJs, right? I'm gonna speak from the artist side on this point because it's what happens is you got artists who will pay a DJ, and when you pay that DJ and you and the DJ get the money, and the DJ never spun the record, that's when shit become a real problem. You see what I'm saying? So as a DJ, if you say you're gonna do something, do something. I think Wait got a good point. The DJs that we knew from back in the day, I don't even really think they exist no more. Cats like Win and. Who, who, who like, hey man, you heard that new record from Poe County, bro? Oh, I can call Win and Win and know exactly what the new record is. Those, not a lot of those DJs exist no more. So now you just gotta find another route, realistically. But listen, listen, uh, there's a flip side of all this. The DJ can say to y'all, why is it that I was with you grinding when you had a record? I was your DJ. Well, you wasn't making no money, you wasn't doing shit. But as soon as your record got hot and you was getting $1,500 a show, then you went and wanted, you wanted DJ Drama to be your show DJ. Now, that happened too, so that's on the flip side. I done seen some artists start off with DJ Win, for example, DJ Secret, Polk County number one DJ. And when they got hot and took off, somebody told them they need an all-star DJ. Well, I thought I had an all-star DJ because he got me to the damn money. Why would I switch out and say that I need DJ Scream? That happened all the time. So now, DJ's just saying, okay, I know you're going to fuck me somewhere down the road. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somewhere down the road, you're going to get brand new. And all that keeping real shit is out the window. So I might as well not keep it real with you so much in the beginning. And let's not build a relationship. At the end of the day, I've never seen hard work not pay off. There's, a, there's no time frame, but... If you work hard, it's gonna it's gonna pay off. You gotta work hard. You gotta be constantly praying to God that He's gonna guide you and help you, because you're not gonna be able to do it by yourself. And there's a thing called time, and sometimes it's just not your time. It's not your time because maybe God not ready to bless you at that time, or maybe sometimes it's not your time because God know if He bless you, you you're just gonna flow out anyway. So it's all about timing. And but y'all need to think about these DJs. They get they get burned a lot too. 
Uh, Got to holler to my man Kermit in the building, man. And listen, y'all, please don't go to Summit. It's about to be over, but we got to do a few more performances. We want to network. Everybody should look around them and find out who's who. Like, you should find it. don't make no difference. Like, whoever you are, people from different towns and states, you should exchange numbers and get with each other. And listen, June the 23rd, the Tampa Music Conference. We've been going to that shit a long time. Eight one trizzle. And listen, and we got Carol Soto in the building, husband, angel. See, we all work together. Y'all artists, y'all don't want to work together. DJs don't work together. We work together because we understand that we tastemakers in the game. They got a conference June the 23rd. I will be there for show, for show. And so, uh, go ahead, Angel. First of all, can I get everybody to give it one time for C. Wakely? <laughs> Doing these things is a lot of work. It takes a lot to put these things together and... Uh, we want everybody to know that we appreciate it. Again, the Tampa Music Conference, it's Thursday, June 23rd. Uh, it's real easy to find us, Tampa Music Conference, if you Google it or on Facebook or social media. It's a very similar format to this. Uh, y'all come out. I uh, appreciate the time. So, Secret, you're going to give us one while we're waiting on Priceless. Hey, Priceless, you're going to make your way to the stage, baby. Hey, Swag. Bring the boys up there, we got LMG in the building, though. 